Welcome to the Jill on Money Coronavirus Market Update. Oh, it's going to be a big day for you today because it is Friday, and that means we are going to get the monthly jobs report from the government. That report is going to be awful. There's going to be somewhere around 20 to 25 million jobs that were lost over the course of a month. The previous high was in September of 1945, where a single month we lost just under 2 million jobs. That was obviously right after World War II. Back in the Great Recession, the biggest month we had was March of 2009, 800,000 jobs lost. So we're just in a, in a magnitude that we've never seen. But today, it's about you. It's about your questions. So let's get to them right now. And remember, if you do have a financial career tax question, shoot us an email. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. Amelia writes that she is a longtime listener, first-time writer. I'm 32. I'm single. I make around $100,000 a year. I have about $36,000 of student loans with a 3.75% interest rate through a private bank. I'm maxing out a Roth IRA. I usually contribute to a 403B up to my employer's match of 4.35%. Okay, here's the change. Due to current circumstances with the virus, my employer will not be matching for the rest of the year. Additionally, I have a 5% salary cut through the end of the year. I typically pay $2,000 a month towards my student loans. Would you recommend I continue contributing to the 403B to take advantage of buying while the market's low, or should I tighten my budget and get more aggressive with loan repayment while my employer is not matching? Thanks so much to you, Mark, and the team for great advice and entertainment. Mark and I are the team, so thank you. Um, Maybe it's Theo, Trixie, and Charlie round out the rest of the team. Those are our children. Here's what I think. I think you should pay down the student loan debt. I I do. I think it's going to make you feel better. It's going to free up a little bit of that anxiety that's out there. You didn't mention how much money you've saved so far, but you're 32 and you've probably done, it sounds like you've done a pretty good job so far. So I'm going to say, get more aggressive in paying down the student loan debt. For me, probably your number one priority. Okay. Marshall writes, um, 58. My wife is 50. We've married, been married over 12 years together for 20. We've got 80. I like when you give me a little personal detail like that, by the way, we've got $80,000 left on a mortgage, just started paying an extra $500 a month on that. We only have about $800,000 between a 401k that's been rolled over and Roths. We contribute an additional $10,000 to Roth at tax time yearly. I've got no 401k in my current job. My wife will get a small pension. When we got married, we combined our checking savings. We sold our single person homes and we profited, had about $140,000. So now we've got $170,000 in a regular savings account. We uh, left it there because the bank originally merged with ours, offered us an introductory 1.5% rate on savings, but the rate didn't change for some reason. It's been that way for two years. Okay, either way, the Fed's cutting interest rates, and now we're looking at uh, a lower interest rate, okay? So the question is, I'm thinking of opening two $50,000 online savings accounts with a big bank, Capital One. By the way, just disclosure, Capital One is the sponsor of my radio show, not of this podcast. They offer 1.5% interest plus a $500 bonus if you leave it there for 90 days. Uh, Should I pay the mortgage down than we are? What do you think of this plan? Okay. Big picture. Number one, let me go backwards. Yes. 
totally use the Capital One. That's great. Keeping the money in cash, fine. Stop paying down the mortgage. Stop it. So what I would be doing is this. I would try, you know, I know you have no 401k, but does your wife have other money that she could contribute to? You know, I'm wondering about that. You're both over the age of 50. So in terms of your contribution to your Roth accounts, you can put $7,000 a year. So I'd like you to do that. But is there any other way that you can save uh, more money? Is your wife have, does your wife have other, uh, another retirement account that's possible? I, I think that that would make more sense than paying down the mortgage. But on the other hand, if you're just going to leave this money in cash, then frankly, and you're not going to invest it and there's no other way to go, then I guess I'm fine with it. You're a little cash heavy. You need to save more for retirement. I'm just trying to figure out a way to get you there. Uh, Edward writes, my father passed away in 2019. He and my mother were retired on social security. They always filed a joint tax return. My mother received a check from the CARES Act in both of their names. All joint bank accounts have been closed and reopened in her and my sister's name. What should we do with the check? No info on IRS site about this. If it has both their names, she can deposit it in her own account. Just deposit it. You should be fine. Um, as long as her name is on it. And if there's any pushback, you can just bring a death certificate to the bank and she should be able to make that happen. Here's another question uh, from Randy. In 2018, I had to pay state and federal taxes. For 2019, I paid for uh, the state, but I will get a refund from the feds. My tax preparer is trying to find out why I've not received my 2019 refund or my stimulus check. Any advice? You know, I got to tell you something. Some states are, are faster or slower than others, and there doesn't seem to be a rhyme or a reason. So if you're working with somebody, no problem. Just let that happen. Okay. This is from, hmm, what's the name here? I don't have a name. Let's call V. Hi, Jill. I've been using a local investment advisory firm I totally trust. They've done two free portfolio reviews for me over the past eight years. They've always given me great advice on questions. They've never tried to sell me anything. So I assume my portfolio was basically okay as is. Just keep doing what I'm doing kind of thing. They never tried to give me a bill for anything either. Now I really want them to dive into my portfolio and find something that will make me or save me money over the long haul. There are some tax implications, some big decisions I need to make. What should I expect to pay for them to do this? I've got about a million dollars in real estate and one and a half million dollars in other assets. It may just be a one-time event because my five-year plan is to retire and move away from this area, but I guess we could still do business. Right now, I need a critical review of my portfolio with retirement on the horizon. Maybe I'm just more interested now that it's really close. I would ask them how they would charge for this. Some firms would do it hourly. Maybe it'd be a few hundred bucks an hour to prepare a plan. Some might say, okay, it's a flat fee. You know, we'll charge you 10 grand to do this. But ask them, ask them if they are qualified to do this. And also I would ask them what the expectation is in the output, what you're going to get. And then follow up with us. Let us know what you find out. Okay. All right. That's it. That's it for this show. You've got a weekend ahead of you. And yes, we're going to drop episodes over the weekend, but I do encourage you to take a break. Um, both Mark and I have been trying to take some good breaks over the weekends and it's been really helpful. So keep that social distancing, maintain it, please don't go crazy. Get outside, take a walk, wash your hands, wear your mask, do all those things you need to do. And please try to lift somebody up today. Could be just a little text. It could be a call. 
call, could be a Zoom meeting. Just let someone know that you are thinking about them. Thank you so much for listening. If you've got any questions, just go to our website, jillonmoney.com. That's jillonmoney.com. You can read stuff that we've written, listen to past shows, watch television appearances, and check out our resource section. And while you're there, sign up for our free weekly newsletter. And I've been remiss in not telling you uh, every few days at least, but now I'm going to do a couple days in a row that our music is composed by friend of the podcast, Joel Goodman, who I hope is sheltering in place happily on the West Coast. Mark is our real live, true, fantastic executive producer, and we're distributed by Cadence 13. Thanks so much for tuning in.